from the Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki and I'm here with Brad. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 746 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. If you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. Just text Vicki at 636-373-4497 or email us at yourstorytravel.com and she would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package. So I'm going to start, Brad, with the new series that we started last week. Okay. Say it isn't so. That's a good one. So this is definitely going to be a segment that I think is going to be around for a while based on everything that's been going on. So we have been reporting how guests have become more rude and out of control than ever before at the Disney parks. Well, this week, a woman was caught on video yelling at a cast member in Disney World. So there was a different guest at the Animal Kingdom, and they were videoing the entrance of the Cali River Rapids. I don't know what kind of video they were doing just for their family or just for their own enjoyment to watch later or for whatever reason. So here they are going like, here we are at the Animal Kingdom's Cali River Rapids, and this lady is screaming at this cast member, and it was all caught on videotape. And I don't know about you, but this is very frustrating to me. The cast members are doing what they are told to do and i am so sad to hear that once again anger and exhaustion of disney is causing people to do things or maybe it's not causing them maybe they're just rude all the time i'm not sure but it just makes me sad yeah it seems to be getting worse and worse as time goes on i don't know if people are just more and more frustrated at what they're paying and what they're getting out of it and they're trying to take it out on Disney cast members but those are the last people they should be taking it out on because they can either make or break their experience so right the, the I'm not sure that everybody is aware of that I think we've talked about it enough but cast members decide they get so much magic that they can share per month you should be nice to the cast members you just never know what they're going to do for you and not because you are going to get something you should just be nice because that's what the world is supposed to be like we're so caught up in we deserve this and it should be ours if you want to yell at somebody i encourage you to go to the disney corporate office and make an appointment with somebody because those poor cast members are not making a lot of money they're working there just because they love disney which says a lot about them it's kind of like, I know we talk about this all the time. It's kind of like being a teacher or a fireman or a policeman. They're underappreciated jobs. They're not paid very well, but we know that they're a calling for us. And so it's the same thing for the cast members. They know that that's what they're supposed to do. And they're always friendly. I don't think that I've really ever had a problem cast member. No, no. I always feel like they bend over backwards to try to make everything perfect. Yeah, they, they really do. Not that anything's perfect. Correct. All right, next story. We're going to put a warning, warning, warning on this one. You might want to skip this story if you have younger listeners 
listening. Now we'll do our best to make it listener friendly, but this we, is the cover our hind ends. We can only clean it up so much because of the content. So this week, while guests were at the Animal Kingdom, they got a little more than they were expecting to see on the Kilimanjaro safaris. While the Jeep full of Disney guests were passing the elephants, they got more than just a view of the elephants eating, sleeping, and bathing. Two of the elephants were having relations for all to see, both young and old. And several guests caught the act with their cameras and posted them on many social media outlets. And we bet that opened up a lot of questions for parents. Apparently, this isn't a rare occurrence on the Kilimanjaro safaris. Uh, similar stories have been reported about giraffes, hippos, lions, and more. So that's why you need to always be ready. And the next time you hop aboard the Kilimanjaro's Jeep, you might get more than you bargained for. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So this is part of life. And I understand that. <laughs> I cannot imagine if this would have been our kids when they were smaller. They would be mortified now as adults to be on the Jeep with us if this would have happened. Yeah. So uh, anyways, it's truly nature. So just be aware of that. And we hope that we cleaned it up, up for listeners like our, our friend Ben, who just celebrated his birthday. Happy birthday, Ben. So this is becoming an ongoing problem, Brad. Luckily for us, it was not a problem it was a little problem on our way to Orlando last weekend when we went uh, flights being delayed or canceled and trying to get to Disney World in Orlando or Disneyland in Anaheim, California. So um, some of the guests have been stranded in one of those two cities, which no offense, if I'm going to be stranded, it's to be able to stay at Disney World and Disneyland. But there's a new proposed federal rule change from the U.S. Department of Transportation that would require airlines to issue full refunds to all travelers whose flights were delayed for three hours or more domestically, six hours or more internationally. Refunds would also be due if the airline changes the passenger's departure or arrival airport, adds stops to their itinerary, or causes a significant downgrade in the travel experience by switching them to a different type of plane. The rule would also apply even for travelers who buy non-refundable tickets, which usually cost less and are favored by many leisure travelers. And when you're going to Disney, you're always paying a little bit of money. And so if you're always trying to save money, or we are, the proposal comes after the department was flooded with complaints by passengers whose flights had been canceled or changed or who were afraid to fly during the early months of the pandemic and who couldn't get refunds. The airlines prefer to hand out travel vouchers instead of refunds, and those have expiration dates on them. Um, I think ours did too, but we used them for something and I can't remember what we used it for. Yeah, I can't remember. But we were supposed to go that October of 2020. Um, we canceled ours, but then we end up going on a different airline crazy. Anyway, the proposal will have a public comment period before it can take effect and will likely be opposed by major domestic carriers like Southwest Airlines, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, and American Airlines. The airline's trade group, Airlines for America, has not publicly commented on this at this time. When customers purchase tickets, they need to be able to rely on the fact that they're going to be able to get where they're going and not to have to worry that they may not be able to get there or that they may not be able to return. Um, and of course, the pandemic has really 
throwing a wrench in this, I think. What do you think, Brad? And I think this is really important for you and your other Your Story Travel guides. Right. Because of your clients, you know, a lot of them bring up these concerns they see on the news. Oh, I'm worried about my flight getting canceled. What do I do or what should I do? And a lot of times we don't have, you guys don't have answers because you don't know. Because it seems like any number of things can cause delays now. They, they say weather. They say scheduling. They say... You know, Lack of employees. Staffing issues. Yeah. I mean, it can be anything. So it's kind of an all bets are off kind of a thing now. And I would just say you guys try to give them as much leeway, especially if there's layovers and connecting flights. You try to give them as much Grace. room as you can in between. But then again, a lot of people don't like a lot of extensive in between layover time. So it's a balance. I don't know. Since researching this, a news blip came on that said that one specific airline, I won't throw them under the bus or whatever, although I think this is genius, they have their office staff, like their head honchos are loading the planes right now. Now, the news commentators were kind of joking around about it and they're like, will our luggage get to the right place? Well, let's hope so. I mean, the tags tell them where they're going, but I thought, well, I mean, it's kind of like that show Undercover Boss. Right. If you've ever seen that, listeners, where they have the higher ups actually do the roles of the, you know, frontline workers in their company to see how it really is. And I think that's good. But yeah, I hope things are getting to where they need to be and that they're not doing a bad job. I mean, I'm sorry that that's happening. It's the same thing at our work where we're shorthanded on custodial staff. And we're all pitching in so that these poor people don't have to do more than they can, especially when some of them are older. So have a little grace. Yeah. Hopefully this is going to work itself out. But like every other business since the pandemic, there's a shortage of employees. I'm not sure where the people went <laughs> um, that were working, but maybe they can pick up some shifts or something. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if and when this gets better or improves. All right, moving on to our next story. A couple of weeks ago, Vicki and Kaylee discussed some things that used to be at Disney and whether it was because we missed them or because they were crazy. And Vicki told Kaylee that she wished they could still see the private plane that Walt Disney used. Well, if you're going to be going to D23, you're going to get to see it. That plane that used to be part of the backlot tour in Hollywood Studios is being disassembled, brought to California, and then reassembled for D23 the weekend of September 9th through 11th. The Grumman G159 Gulfstream 1, which Walt used to travel between Burbank and Orlando, was in a service area north of Disney's Animal Kingdom. So it is being refurbished, I guess, for lack of a better term. Deconstructed and reconstructed. Yeah. So at least people will be able to get to see it. That's a good thing. Yeah. I was, I mean, I just think it's a part of Disney history and it needs to be visible at all times. I don't know why. Honestly, uh, we had what the Baymax sitting outside of Hollywood Studios. I think it'd be really cool to have that in one of the front areas by Hollywood Studios for people to take pictures with. I mean, for sure. It would be awesome. They could have a cardboard cutout with Walt and Mickey and we could get our pictures by it. I don't know. I think that's a good opportunity. So, on Thursday night, and we don't hear this very much, a Disney bus 
used transport guest was involved in an accident that resulted in the windshield being shattered. So a guest tweeted that there was a car on its side at North World Drive and Seven Seas Drive. A Disney bus was said to be next to the car on its side. And apparently this bus collided with an SUV. The pictures show the vehicle banged up and the front of the bus smashed and part of the shattered windshield on the ground in front of the bus. So no injuries have been reported as of yet and we hope that everyone will be fine. And we ask you to pray with us that everybody that's involved with this is going to recover again. Sometimes they're really kind of lay low about this and they put these articles out there and then we don't ever hear any follow-up. But I have to say, I'm pretty sure that that bus hit that SUV pretty hard. First of all, it was on its side. And second of all, I can't believe that huge windshield, it was like crumpled like paper. Yeah, I don't know. Some some people don't drive the speed limit through those Disney zones. And sometimes I don't think the buses do. No, I know. I mean, it's kind of scary sometimes, but... It's not all the times. And they get checked on. Yeah. So that's why I'm not saying that it wasn't the bus driver's fault. I mean, obviously, that bus driver is the one that hit the car, the SUV. But we don't know what speeds the SUV was going either. Right. So just hopefully that family's okay. Yes, for sure. Hopefully everybody recovers and we're not injured too badly. All right, so next, say it isn't so. Yeah, again, this week, the crazy's in full swing. And so once again, this involves the rules and regulations issue not being followed. In Disneyland, a TikTok user captured two children carrying beer through the park with the Disney security guard hot on their tail. The children began running towards someone. And so underage drinking is a crime. So the security guard was doing his job. The two children approached a woman, were guessing it's their mother, and handed her the beer. And the TikTok user cut the video after the children handed the beer over to their supposed mother. However, the children shouldn't have even been carrying the beer at all in the first place. Now, Disney security has the right to stop children and talk to their family, even if he was going to let them go. Or he could have removed the family from the park just because they were in possession of it. So, again... Please, please, people, anything that you have to ask yourself, should we be doing this right now? Is this acceptable? Probably shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Just don't do it. Again, I couldn't find a follow-up, so I'm wondering what my mind is hoping was being done. Not that this is right or wrong, is that dad was in line getting food, got beers for him and mom, sent the two children, not even thinking that I'm in a public place that everybody can see. I've done, he's done this before at a park or whatever, at a barbecue. However, if it appears that kids have beer, Disney is the one that would be blamed for that. Uh, It would not be the parents. Now, in this case, we know that we are assuming it was the parents, but yeah, those kids maybe, maybe were eight, 10 years old Mm. tops. Just walking through the park, carrying a full-size beer. So sometimes you just got to have a cold one. (laughs) We never need a beer. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) As many guests that have visited Disney World in Orlando, Florida know it can get quite toasty. Well, this past week, there were temps of 97 degrees or hotter. When the humidity is factored in, it's even worse. If you're visiting Florida, any time of the year, you need sunscreen, but you most definitely need to lather up two, three, and sometimes four times a day while you're visiting the happiest place on earth. 
So Reddit polled Disney guests and nearly 400 of the people that they polled wanted to know if Disney could provide more shade and more benches for them to rest in on. And it seemed like amazing idea or to me it did because I know, um, I know they're trying to maximize space, but at the same time, one of the cool things again, that Walt liked was sitting on the bench and just watching the people pass by. And that's where he got the idea where he was sitting on a bench watching his girls on a carousel. So that's what the poll said. They would like some more benches and some more shade. It may help keep guests in the park and it might also encourage them to purchase more snacks and beverages, which would make our friend Bob Chapek happy, don't you think? I think so, but I'm not worried about making him happy. <laughs> what I like about this story is your that, favorite ride that Walt appreciates my favorite ride, the bench. <laughs> so even Disney himself appreciates a good bench ride. Um, you know, it, you don't have to be constantly doing things or riding things to have fun and to enjoy the parks. You can just sit down on a bench because let me tell you, people watching at Disney is some of the best people watching you're gonna get apart from Walmart. We'll just put it that way. Well, plus another thing is there's so many small details that we miss when we're hurrying along that we could take time to, for lack of a better way, smell the roses, you know, just take it all in. Yeah. There's so many times. And I think that is one nice thing about people that go back. You shouldn't always be running, running, running. I know that for younger people that might work, but we're um, not old, but we're not 20s anymore. And so it's nice to just look at all of the cool things that Walt came up with. And how did he do that? Yeah. And the one thing I liked about that story, Vic, is when you said sometimes you might have to apply two, three, maybe four times a day in the happiest place on earth. Because let me tell you, if you don't do that, it won't be the happiest place on earth for you if you're sporting a sunburn that you cannot. If you look like Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. That is not going to be a fun vacation for you. So it's in your best interest to keep the sunscreen just lathered on because the Florida sun is relentless. It really is. So. Last week, Florida had some long-lasting downpours, though. Rain is expected in Florida, but it was more like a monsoon. The storm lasted Monday for about three hours, and pictures on social media said it was like 20,000 all trying to get out of the parks at the same time. TikTok user at 700CEO shared another perspective from the thunderstorm. Guests tried to leave Magic Kingdom for the night, but the monorail was down due to the inclement weather, and many of the buses were suspended as well, and that left thousands of guests waiting for one of the three ferry boats operating at the Seven Seas Lagoon. So thank goodness no one was hurt during the mass exodus, but oh my lord, what, what a mess. What I was grateful for, Brad, they did not report any fights. And there's been so many fights in large crowds like this late, later because people are frustrated. They're just trying to get out. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong. Well, it is wrong, but I'm not saying it's right for them to get frustrated. But this looked like a recipe for disaster and it looks like the disaster did not happen. And I thank you to whoever was there on Monday in this mad rain of 20,000 people trying to leave the park. Thank you, thank you, thank you for not getting in a fight. I mean, I'm sure there were plenty fair share of verbal exchanges, but I guess it didn't come to blows. It didn't get that severe. So I guess if you can only 
if you can take what you can get, I guess you'll take some verbal yelling over it getting physical any day. And see that's your pessimist. I'm thinking optimistically that they decided to look at the bright side and have fun like we did when we were there that one downpour and we just splashed through the puddles and laughed and made jokes and took pictures. It's possible. I don't think it's probable, <laughs> but I think it's possible. I live in my optimistic world. <laughs> So last week, I talked to you guys about how much I loved the cast compliment part that has been added to the My Disney Experience app. And Disney even bragged that after only six months that they had received 100,000 compliments from cast members, which is incredible. But this week that we found out from a cast member that they aren't verbally recognizing these cast members or even telling them in like a formal record on their record that they got a compliment from, from a guest. So if you have a cast member that does a fantastic job, they said that the only ones that get recognized are the ones that are reported to guest services. So I, I don't want to sound like my grandma, but shame on you, Disney. You put this on your app and you let us guests naively think that we're taking the time to do this, that you're actually going to recognize this. And there are more amazing cast members than I've ever encountered non-amazing. There's some, of course, that go more above and beyond than others. But I'm asking you nicely. These are the people that are bringing joy to the guests each and every day. These are the people that are helping everyone. And these are the people are the reason that we come back to Disney. So they're showing the love that Walt shared. I'm encouraging you to please. A few kind words makes a huge difference. I know that from my own job. I could be having the most horrible day at school. And then a parent shoots me an email telling me, thank you for something that I did for their child. It kind of washes away everything that I just went through. So Disney, if you're going to have that on the app, please recognize your cast members. That's the one thing I didn't understand about this story is why would they go to the trouble of putting this function or this feature on the app, but then they don't like it basically just goes to the trash can to die. Like the, it never gets back to the cast. So members. this is kind of like testing in schools. We just put it in. So they know that they had over 100,000 in six months. Yay for us, we had over 100 compliments, but then don't go tell the cast member that they I mean, were amazing. I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate. I know how this works. I mean- It's check a box. It's check a box. It's make people feel good without it really doing anything. It's making the big wigs feel good, but it's doing yeah. nothing for the cast members that Correct. are working so hard. Correct. So another thing you can do is just tell, besides doing guest services, definitely do that. But also make sure you compliment them to them, you know, cause that makes a big difference. Especially if you're having a bad day and people have been mistreating you all day and someone says, thank you for doing a great job. And it is misleading because if you see it in the app, you probably think, oh, this is getting, this is getting somewhere in the Disney chain. That's what we thought. So I, I know. That's, we even took the time to try to find the town that just, they're from. It just makes me think it's, it's, it's not there for the cast members. It's there for executives. It's there for show. For whatever reason. Yeah. All right. I could drone on and on about this some is of a, these this things. This is a great story, though. Okay. So this is good. So we're kind of going to focus on a good story. Moving on. So from the balcony at Hollywood Studios, Donald Duck spotted a family using sign language to their daughter that was deaf. And it was so wonderful that the family shared it on their social media account. And to the couple's surprise, Donald had been learning to sign using ASL, American Sign Language, mm -hmm. and was excited to be able to communicate with them. He locked eyes with their little Charlie and asked her how old she was, to which she signed five years old. 
Wow, you're a big girl, Donald signed back to a beaming Charlie. Have a good day. The comment section is filled with more than 1,000 compliments for the cast member, thanking them for providing such a magical experience for Charlie and her family. And this literally made me tear up, quote unquote, one user commented. Disney is such a magical and beautiful place filled with so much love. I love seeing it play out like this, end quote. Others urged the parents to acknowledge the cast member with a compliment using the My Disney Experience app. Unfortunately, like we just talked about, the only downer to this story is the feature that everyone said, oh, use this function or feature to make sure you get that compliment recorded. It probably didn't get back to the people it needed to get back to. So it's a great story, but Disney, it's like you missed you missed the mark kind of on the good side of the story. But just in case Donald's listening. Yeah. We want to say thank you for going above and beyond. Oh, yeah. Because how, so I know many listeners probably on here have watched Miracle on 34th Street, especially the remake that was in the early 2000s, I think, something like that, mm-hmm. um, where the Santa Claus signs to the little girl and that is so touching and moving and that's how i can only imagine that this family felt yeah when donald talked to their little girl yeah yeah it doesn't take anything away from the family or the experience of that moment for those people it's just you wish they would get credit for that (laughs) right in some way because that's beyond what they're trained to do that's somebody going above and beyond for sure yeah Not that any of us need a reason to go to the most magical place or the happiest place on earth. So most magical being Anaheim, Mm -hmm. happiest being Orlando. But now there are studies that show that Disney can help with depression. So I know some people in my family- Like foster it? No. make it better? Make it better. (laughs) Why do you always have to be the pessimist? Because I'm not being a pessimist, but some of the the things they're doing, it can make people depressed. Okay, but for the most part, yeah, people go in with a positive attitude. They do. They so do. one TikToker, she's a famous one, but I didn't give her name because just I didn't think it was appropriate. She was suffering from depression during and after her pregnancies. And like it said right after she got, but didn't make her not want to have children. So she would visit every couple of months to fill herself up through life experience at Disney World. Well, when she became pregnant with her third child, her husband and her realized that the Disney visits were not going to be possible anymore. So they decided to move to Florida so she could get a dose of Disney when she needed it. And she's now living there and working for Disney as a Disney content creator. And since then, her depression has been better. Not having the depression. So it's probably not that she's in the parks that she's working for Disney. It's probably the biggest part of that. I don't know. I think for, just for, being for her. It's the bubble bread. You know that. Yeah. That's what we said when we went last weekend. It's the bubble. And, and that would be the ultimate bubble, I would think, is if you're working for them. Right. This continues on. This this was a big story. So I'm gonna let oh, you go okay. on. So thanks to a study published in the JAMA Network, J-A-M-A, it's been proven that watching Disney movies during chemotherapy may be associated with improvements in quality of life in patients with gynecological cancer. In this study, doctors were able to prove that by viewing Cinderella from 1950, Lady and the Tramp from 1955, The Sword and the Stone from 1963, Mary Poppins from 1964, The Jungle Book from 1967, Aristocats from 1970, 
and Robin Hood from 1973 or The Little Mermaid from 1989, participants felt less tense, irritable, depressed, and worried compared with patients in the control group. That's pretty cool. Well, that is. And so I was thinking about when my mom went through chemotherapy and we always tried to, well, somebody always went with her. So she wasn't by herself because it always made me sad to go in there and see the people. Um, But we know how excited, like uh, yesterday when we had to take Kaylee to urgent care and we came in and she immediately heard the beginning of a Disney movie. Like she, her head snapped and she looked over at the TV. She's like, a Disney movie. And I'm like, you do realize we're just here to get you checked out. But again, it changed her whole perception. She wasn't feeling well. We had to go to urgent care on vacation and here she is. And she saw the Disney movie. It, It ended up being Finding Dory and she got to watch part of it. I got to watch half of it actually. That's pretty cool. So there's another study about kidney stones by Dr. Wadinger. He said, basically, I had patients telling me that after riding a particular roller coaster at Walt Disney World, they were able to pass their kidney stones. Wardinger told Science Daily this, and I even had one patient say he passed three different stones after riding multiple times. Wardinger confirmed his patient's findings through a study that saw up to a 100% success rate. I think that would be amazing. Um, Praise the Lord. I have never had a kidney stone. It is amazing. They'd probably pass those things, though, due to the prices they see on everything. Oh, good Lord, Brad. (laughs) No, it's the bumpiness. That's what he was trying to say. So I'm sure my brother would love to go ride roller coasters. Well, his back's pretty bad, but he's had so many kidney stones. He used to love to ride roller coasters. I'm sure he'd much rather do that than have them blast him. Yeah. So there's a psychiatrist, Dr. Sanders, that prescribes Disney trips to his patients. Does he work for Disney? No, I'm just kidding. Here is what he had to say. My patients had the choice to take trips with their families to help promote positive changes in their behavior and develop lifetime memories in the meantime. I usually suggest my patients purchase an annual pass to make sure that they are able to continue on their path to managing their emotions. Not to mention the fact that Disney park goers inarguably experience an increase in serotonin boosts and likely engage in more exercise than usual as they traverse miles through the property, which we all know is true. It's true. Because an average day is 15, 20,000 steps minimum. I will agree with his assessment in so much as promoting positive behavior, as long as they're not in one of those people who get in fist fights. Right. When they go to do, I mean, there are that group of people who, that group of people who do that seem to always be looking for a fight though. Like it's almost like they come to the parks looking for someone to fight with. Yeah. Instead of having the right attitude going into it. I'll never understand it, but. Exactly. I don't know. But yeah, I agree with everything he said besides that. So we're going to end today's show with a theory about two Disney classic movies. So Wendy's mother in Peter Pan is actually Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Keep in mind, this is a theory. This is a theory. Not saying this is what it is. It is a theory. It's a pretty good one, though. Yeah. In a scene in Peter Pan, Wendy talks about Peter Pan's shadow and that she had kept it in a drawer. Wendy then says that she's waiting for Peter to return to get his shadow. Now pay close attention next time you watch this scene. In the scene, Wendy says, I'm waiting for him to come back to get his shadow. Hearing this, Wendy's mother, Mrs. Darling, is shocked and concerned and says, shadow, who's shadow? Wendy says, why Peter Pan's of course. 
Mrs. Darling has a look of concern and worry on her face. She then says, oh yes, good night, dear. There's more here than meets the eye. Why would Wendy's mom be concerned? It's because she is Alice from Alice in Wonderland, and she's worried that Wendy knows about the mad place and land. If you look at pictures of Alice and Wendy's mother, Mrs. Darling, they look very similar. And as Alice grew older, her hair turned red. It's proven that over one's lifetime, hair color can change. My theory is Mrs. Darling is Alice all grown up. I think that is really cool. So that's a theory. Yep. It's kind of interesting. I've never even thought about it. And intriguingly, there's already a connection between all these characters. Uh, actress Catherine Beaumont, who was just 10 years old in 1951, voiced both Alice and Wendy Darling. So we may never know if this is the truth, but it sure is fun to speculate when you have some of these things coinciding like this. It's interesting. Of course, there's all kinds of theories people like to conjure up. Right. So like, who knows? I love the theory with, uh, well, Joey has the whole Pixar theory down. I don't yes. even that's, begin to understand all of that. That's a whole show in and of itself. He did have it. He did do that. Show he, a while he, back. Did, he did. But I'm sure we should probably put it back up. There's even more now. Well, then. the one that, um, who is it? Tarzan's mother is the mother and father of Anna and Elsa. Correct. So, I mean, there's just so many theories out there. And really, if you think about it, it's very likely. But a lot of this people, this is not Disney, but it's like Stranger Things. All these fan theories, people like to just run with stuff as far as they can. And there's, they just conjure things up sometimes. And sometimes it's even, you know, the authors of those things will confirm it or they'll say, no. well, that's not really what we what were thinking we, yeah. in mind that's a good theory but that's not what we were thinking so uh, who, who knows how do you sort it out without somebody coming forward and saying yes that's truly what this is or it is not true but it is interesting it's it's fun for fans to to take the theories speculate them uh-huh speculate them to the to their full extent it's kind of fun well, thank you, Brad, for joining me this week. Uh, we gave the other hosts time off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text me at 636-373-4497. If you'd like a free quote, contact me, Vicki, at 636-373-4497. Or you can go to yourstorytravel.com. Go to the drop down and look for my name. I'm at the very bottom because I'm the last in the alphabet. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. We are on vacation this week, so we're going to be re-airing a popular show in which the Mouse Capades Ohana family of the Your Story Travel Guides share some of their favorite Disney songs. We hope you'll enjoy. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mouse Capades podcast. Well, Brad, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends.